Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 704 for the week of December 23rd, 2023. Is this our last show of the year, folks? I think this is our last show of the year. Are we, we doing, what about next we week? One, yeah, I thought there was one scheduled. I have six week. people available for the 30th, says Anna Marie, so I guess we're doing a show next week. Oh, I don't <laughs> know. As silly as we're being today. Aren't we always silly, though? We're sillier. All right. I'm going to I'm going to tell you, All right, first of all, Robert Albright, hello. Hello. Kelly Ryan, hello. I did not touch those ornaments. Oh, I goodness. did not. Oh, hi Mark. <laughs> oh, hi Mark. <laughs> I thought that was a great text. <laughs> I thought so too. Hey, Frank, Anna, you looked very tough. DoorDash is sending me notifications. You need to finish your umami order. All right. Sorry, we got lunch coming. We got ramen coming because of Kelly. It's a I, long I had, story. I, 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 well, no, I didn't have ramen. I had curry last night because it's one of the only places in town I can get Japanese-style curry. Ooh, where? Um, there's actually there's like one place in town here as well, and it's actually pretty decent. At y- Yokohama. Yokohama. Okay. We just call the city from Japan uh, or a region. Is Yokohama Let's city or here. Japan? Yokohama. Uh, it's the capital city and the most populous city in Kanagawa Prefecture. Have I been to Yokohama? Probably not. Pro- probably not. But the guy that runs this restaurant is from Yokohama. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't have Heavens. been in Yokohama. I've been in Shimoda, which is not near Yokohama. That's down here. Why do I care about Shimoda? Because it has a cool little aquarium built in the water right here. On stream, you can see sort of that I've been to, and I walked into it illegally essentially because I was walking <laughs> along the beach by the coast, and then all of a sudden I'm in an aquarium park. So I had to go from within the park to the front and then paid for entry for the park I had just gone through. <laughs> it was great. And then and they didn't yell at you? <laughs> they no, I'm a foreigner wandering around, nobody's paying attention, <laughs> nobody cared. Because, man, we sat at a restaurant table in uh, Kyoto. Yeah, and um, got- a single restaurant table that people commonly sit at is easy to police. This is an entire <laughs> aquarium park. I wandered in from the beach that nobody walks on, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Probably some private beach. No, but not that I could tell. It Like, this would not be beach land. There's nobody there. There's no houses. It's just cliffs. It's pretty cool. I want to go back there, even though it's not the best aquarium in the world. Um, anyway, um, why am I talking about this again? Because uh, you ordered ramen. Oh, because I, yeah. Talked about it. Here it is. Here it is. Shimoda Aquarium. There it is. Do they have a whale shark? Do they have a whale shark? I don't think so. <laughs> the aquarium we went to had a whale shark. But they had dolphins, and I watched them do the dolphin show, and that was fun. Oh, cool. They just had... Uh... It's a floating aquarium, so it's like there's some stuff like on land here that you can see, and then some stuff like is on this floating thing that's on the water. So like the bay water is just part is how the water for the aquarium works. It's just like we're in the ocean. So like that's the water for them. Anyway, 
And like this whole inner area here that you can see is like dolphins can like swim around in that and stuff too. So it's cool. That actually looks kind of fun to go to. It it was a cool concept. And that's why I was like, oh, I'm here. Okay, cool. I'm going to wander around this. I've never seen this before. And then I've gone and done research since then. Apparently it's kind of a common idea over there. There's more than one of these floating aquariums. But anyway, what are we talking about? Oh, right. I wanted to tell you all in Path of Exile... (laughs) I can't even get through that with a straight face. He has he has lost all shame at this point for it. Yesterday, I said I need an item, and I ran two maps, and I got that item, and that item was worth eighteen divine. It's been my big score this league, and I'm just bragging about it. And that's the end. That's that's it. I don't I found even a know what divine is. So. It's, a, it's a currency. Okay. It's the main trading currency. You remember back in the day in Diablo two. You want to trade stuff oh, for rings, SOJs? Rings of Jordan. Stone of Jordans. Yeah. Divines are the Stone of Jordans. Okay. Don't it's, know that. It's like time. Chris went to the park and picked up 18 grand off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Cyrael says in the chat, and he's not wrong. <laughs> okay. That, that, that at least gives me better context. <clears throat> Except, of course, I can't spend this money in real life. <laughs> if I actually found 18 grand, I probably wouldn't be paying it. Path of Exile right now. Wait, that's a lie. <laughs> I would totally be playing Path of Exile. I would just be buying lots of ramen. <laughs> all right. That's all I got for you. What else have been people been playing this week? I have been trying to finish some games before Christmas because... Um... Oh, well, Vaughn wrapped presents last night, and there's like three uh, Switch-shaped boxes, so I- I'm going to be playing stuff next week. So um, the first, first game I finished was uh, Final Fantasy VI. Um, that, that game is still amazing, and this is the first time I've leveled up characters to 1999, or 999. <laughs> You're going to level no. like it's 1999. 99. Their hit points were maxed out. 99999999. Yeah. Did you fight a lot uh, of Brontosauruses? What was your experience trick? I, I fought a lot of Brontosauruses. I was trying to... They're very rare in this version. So Yeah, they are. It, it's actually kind of annoying. I they was nerfed trying to it. get economizers yep. to drop. Mm-hmm. See, when I played it on the SNES, I almost never ran into them myself. So, Well, let me tell you, they were a lot easier to find there. <laughs> yeah. Just a tad. Um... And I also maxed out all of the magic. It, it, it felt like what took longer was get uncursing the paladin shield. Mm. What but, was your strategy I mean, for maxing out ability points? Um, I was still fighting brontosauruses because I had the boosters on. But I, I wouldn't oh, have done any of this. okay. I wouldn't have done any of this without the boosters, guys. That would make it a lot easier. All right. I've, so I've the paladin shield or uncursing the curse shield, I guess. Yeah. 255 um, I mean, fights, right? Yes, yeah. so that can't be sped up. Nope. Um, and, but I, I, only, I only maxed out the, the magic on, like, three on um, Realm, Celis, and Terra. I didn't bother on any of the, any of the other characters, especially since I, I, since I wanted out, people that could do the Coliseum. I maxed out everybody when, my, when I played the game when I was a kid. It took forever. And then I was sad when I was done the game because I was trying to drag it out as long as possible. But I didn't I did not know how to optimize then because I didn't know about it till too late. 
I didn't or I didn't think about it like the the stat ups you get while leveling espers like that was not part of my level up strategy not that it mattered because you have everybody with 10,000 hit points and because <laughs> I ideally you need to keep your levels low until you get a couple of espers yeah right right um, which is easy to do in the pixel remaster because you can turn off the XP whenever you want and yeah, I leveled don't... a lot of people on the frickin' river. By the way, um, when, yes. when I was a kid, I had the I had I have the game genie for the SNES. Uh oh. Yeah, so did I. And so uh, I remember getting cheat codes for Final Fantasy VI off of old AOL message boards. Yep. If you don't actually need to do, use the HP up that much because most of the characters at level 99 have like 9,600 health or more. But I wanted yeah. to see four nines. Right. No, and I get that, but you don't, but like, yeah, they, they get pretty close. They only much. need a few levels of stamina ups, right? Yeah. Believe it or not, it seemed like in this version, even though their their level capped out at ninety nine, their hit points and stuff kept going up. I mean, I, I can't confirm it. I just that's something that I noticed. Hmm. But I, I could be hundred percent wrong. I, I could it could have kept very well capped out at uh, ninety nine as they hit uh, level ninety nine. I just didn't notice. But um, and it, it is to say it. it the Kafka fight was nothing. Um, give giving Edgar the Jinji glove and th- thing that does four attacks, and then giving him Ultima weapon and yeah, that's that was my Terra in the SNES days, and she would just you know do eighty thousand damage every turn. It wasn't this time. It was uh, Sabin with with the uh, nipple earrings. Yeah, I think so. Nipple earrings. <laughs> and I'm, I, I was having trouble finding stuff because they completely changed the names of a, the, a lot of the items in this version. Like the the ultimate sword's called the Lightbringer. Yep. And I can't remember what it was called in the SNES version. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Probably. I mean, is it the sword you get by either taking Ragnarok or that sword? Yeah. Yeah. Illumina. Traded, Illumina says Cyrell. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that would be the Illumina. My my Edgar was just doing ridiculous damage. Um, so so I finished that, and then I was like, okay, well, I guess I need to finish Star Ocean, and I didn't realize how close I was to the end, because once you do those uh, four trials, it's like, okay, there's the final dungeon. Go have fun. Um, it took me longer to get through the final dungeon than to, than to actually beat the final boss, and I did not know that Spike Spencer played Claude. Spike Spencer of uh, Shinji Mikami fame from Evangelion. Ah. Were, were oh, you aware of that, Tim? Um, yeah, no, that, that was totally... So Spike Spencer, he... There are not a lot of VAs who sound like Spike Spencer. The only other one I know who can sometimes sound like him is uh, the guy who plays uh, Sosuke from Full Metal Panic. Huh. Because there was one anime where I thought it was Spike Spencer and it was actually Christopher Patton. But uh, but but yeah, no, that that's totally Spike Spencer. 
So um, that that was kind of a shock to me when the credits rolled, and then the this version of the game keeps track of all of your endings. Um, so I th- I think I'd got like seven of them. And how how does it affect that, Tam? Is it like your friendship levels and who you recruit and stuff? Yeah, friendship levels, the romantic involvements, all that. Um, there's a couple in there that I don't have. Like, there's one where it's like a whole group thing. So, but I think you need like specific party members for that one, from the way it looks. Um, so, uh, I've interestingly enough. Uh, and and my playthrough, uh, Claude was a uh, so was a solo dude. Yeah, um, in my ending, Claude went back to the space station. Yeah, uh, I I ended up having uh, Reina get together with uh, Selene of all people. Claude went back to the space station, and my only couple was the canon couple of Opera and Ernest. Ernest, who were so cute. Yeah, yeah, I don't get Ernest. I don't like him. He, there's also the issue where uh, in the arena, if you're doing the arena fights, there's the melee party and or you know your physical damage party and your magical damage party. Ernest doesn't fall into either category. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do any of the arena stuff. I I just mainlined till the end. Um... Well, it's a good way of getting some the some like powerful equipment for the various characters. But yeah, so like your casters are um uh Reyna obviously, Celine, um I'm thinking Noel 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 and Leon. And then oh. at least for physical would be Claude, Diaz, Ashton, um Pressus, Bowman. But yeah, it's funny because Ernest, you can't have so if you take Ernest you could potentially hose yourself by having only one group of three being able to enter one side of the arena or the other. Well, I, I don't think I'm going to do New Game Plus because um, with, with Christmas coming up, uh, I'm not going to have time to get through the game again. Yeah, no, I've been uh, sitting on um, the last dungeon uh, off and on. I sort of want to try to finish um, Boundless Trails, but I'm not going to get get through that in 24 hours. I was not near the end of that at all. Because um, I, I also picked up the uh, Vampire Survivor Among Us DLC, which I'm very disappointed in Chris for not playing yet. I'm sorry. It's so good, Chris. Oh, well, you're I playing know. other Vampire Survivor likes. I, well, I literally, you saw me play all that I've played of Death Must Die. I yeah. played it during the pre-show just to try because it's the talk of the town right now. Um, yeah, no, Chris is absorbed in the in Poe still. Always, so I'll never be there free. Is, there is an adventure mode in uh, the new DLC where it kind of isolates how much stuff you can unlock and use, and one of the adventures is Among Us, and so you're you're main weapons are like a, a megaphone um science rocks science if, rocks if you're in pos- if you're an imposter character it's the tongue uh oh i ah. saw the engines cuz i i watched a friend of uh, one of my streamer friends play a little bit of it and i saw like the flame throwing engines come down 
Yeah. So your sub weapons are the little pets that follow you around in the in the original Among Us game. Cute. Um, and then once you evolve those wep- those weapons using those those quote unquote sub weapons with that correlates to each weapon, they they turn into just that they're so broken, Chris. Um, the the one for the main character uh, eliminates all of the enemies of a type <laughs> uh, off the map on occasion. Beautiful. Um. The the one for the vent when it's evolved. Uh, I'm sorry. Enemies. The vent is a weapon. Yes, the vent, the vent <laughs> is a weapon. Um, All right. Stuff falls into it, and stuff and your power ups fall out. I love it. Or your um, currency falls out. Great. <laughs> and then that one evolves into the airlock that uh, sucks all the enemies in periodically. Perfect. Um, the what the one that. Uh, Tam was talking about so that's the evolved science rocks and you had the and every so often a numbered sequence appears on the floor and you have to hit it in the right order and when you hit it in the right order the rocket engines show up on the screen and burn everything on the screen but the it's trick is that epic. you have to yeah you have to hit it in the right order do you right have to slide the card it, at all no oh no the card slider is a weapon but that one evolves, I think, into the wires going across. It the needs screen. to be like, so frustrating. Yeah, but Anna said that one was frustrating on mobile. The card slider sucks no matter what platform you're on. I have no issue with it. Mm. But I've the, the thing is, you can't slide it too fast, and you uh-huh. can't slide it too slow. But the that's why I'm like, it should be part of this somehow. Like that should be part is. of this. No, and not like just, just existing, like the sliding, frustrating, you got to get it just right thing should be part of this somehow. I, I think that would be a little bit too hard. All right. But yeah, that, that one evolves into uh, the wires going across the screen, which is kind of neat. Um, and, you, and you unlock various crew members. And How much is this it, DLC? It, a dollar? I think like I think it was like two dollars. Two dollars, ooh, expensive DLC for Vampire Survivors. Yeah, um, it was just a fun, fun little level pack. I I got through it in like an hour, but I uh, I had fun and it's it's two fifty, but it's on sale right now for two bucks, and I'm so going to buy it. Have, have fun with that. But um, what I've what I've been playing the most this week is House Flipper Two. And and Tim, the, the reason why I bought this is because um, so House Flipper Two is forty bucks. There's a bun- it's on sale right now for like thirty six, but there's also a bundle where it comes with all the other House Flipper stuff, like one and all the DLC. Well, because I have all of it, the only thing that was in the bundle that I could actually get was House Flipper Two, and it was like thirty bucks. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, that's one of the things I love about some of the bundles is like if you like if you have like a bunch of stuff from one thing, um, I forget which game it was, but there was a game I got like that, too, where buying it on the bundle, even though I had the other stuff, it gave me the discount for it. And it was cheaper than me buying it on the other sale that was going on for the game. Yeah, I think that's how Josh ended up with like Marvel Midnight Suns or something, and that it came with a bundle. 
<laughs> where it was like dirt cheap. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take this mediocre Marvel game for this price. But uh, House House Flipper Two has improved massively over the first game. Um, because some of the bits in the first game were really frustrating, like putting up wallpaper where you could only carry like nine pieces of wallpaper at the at a time, and it was very slow. And this time you just like put up uh, three by three panels, and it it goes really fast, and you can level up how many panels you can carry. Um, there, there, there's stuff like that. You get a what's called flipper vision, where uh. Like, like when you're cleaning up a house and you can't see where the last speck of dirt is, you hit, hit the flipper vision button and it'll it's, highlight. It's detective mode in yeah, Batman. Yeah, it's basically detective mode. And the whole game is full of quality of dirt life. Dirt detective. Like <laughs> um, you, your price gun can copy the style of other objects so that you can copy the style and then point it at other things to match uh, what the style is because trying to make everything match in the previous game was such a pain in the ass because you had to go into the menu and edit each piece by hand and if you accidentally didn't get uh, the right color like on a drawer front or whatever then you'd have to um, sell it and rebuy it and edit it how you want and and this you, you can edit um the look of furniture just with with the price gun and then take it and copy the style and point it at other things to paste the style and it'll all match That's and the cool. yeah the, and the price gun can also duplicate things for you too so you get a, a magic price gun in this game that can it's like it's a progressive commercial yeah uh I've been playing it on Steam Deck. The, the controls are a little bit janky on Steam Deck, but that's to be expected. Um, the first game really did not play well on Steam Deck. It, it felt very clunky. This time around, it feels passable on, on Steam Deck. Um, I, I'm, I'm playing it on the uh, on PC right now. It's like, okay, these controls are a lot better uh, on PC. Um but but you can still easily play it on Steam Deck and not have too much trouble. Just know that you're gonna the text is a little bit tiny, and you're gonna have to use the slide pads a little bit for like precise painting or what have you. But I, I played the crap out of the first House Flipper game, as indicated by all the DLC that I apparently already had. But I, I think that this get, that they really took a lot of uh, feedback from the first game and tried to make implemented into this one and, and made it a much better game in my opinion i don't know how much of the first house flipper you played chris not not too much um but everything you're telling me makes me um interested in just jumping into the second one and not finishing the first one yeah i mean the first one is okay but the the, the second one just feels more that that it was a combination of all the dlcs and they, they really took the time to kind of polish mm -hmm. um, because the first game I felt like really didn't have a lot of objectives and this and then some of the DLC started having more of a quest mode where you, you get jobs where you have to go paint a house or c clean up a house or stuff like that. And that's pretty much the campaign in this in the second game. 
Um, I mean, you can dive right into flipping houses, but you can also, you know, do quests to kind of build, build up your money a little bit. And I think this one is based off of a star system, <laughs> three stars only, um, where the more like you can finish a job at one star, but if you really want to maximize how much money you're going to make, you really it really behooves you to do do everything to get up to three stars because you get more money that, that way. Makes sense. And yeah, so. I, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm, I'm curious. I, I want to finish the quote-unquote campaign before I start like trying to f- flip houses for real, um, just because I'm I'm kind of OCD like that. But but also it, the campaign kind of slowly teaches you all the stuff in the game, like like the fir- the first couple of houses are you know just clean up jobs, and then it starts slowly introducing stuff like painting and. I have yet to unlock um, any demolition skills yet, um, and and all of your skills level up too. Like now, now I have a paintbrush that's really wide that uh, lets me cover a bigger area. Um, or like when, when you're cleaning stuff, you, if you level up a couple of times, you get a spray bottle along with this uh, the scrubber that lets you clean faster. So. Yeah, I know it sounds it sounds silly leveling up my cleaning skill, but it kind of gives you something to strive for. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else was I gonna say? I had another point I wanted to make and I completely forgot. I I, I don't know. I I like this game. It is so cute and very chill. It's, yeah. No, my I've watched my wife play the first one and. And yeah, it's it's a super chill game. Chill game makes me feel guilty for not cleaning my my actual house. Rip. <laughs> or like you know, hey, cleaning houses is satisfying. Why don't I do this as a career? Oh, because actually, cleaning houses is really disgusting. <laughs> if if you've ever watched uh, extreme house cleaning videos on YouTube before, I have not because that would probably be really gross. They they can be yeah, <laughs> you know you would you would think that that would be like in the same vein as the the satisfying videos like when you're watching carpet restoration or what have you but mm-hmm. no some of those are gross too oh yeah um I and I think that's all that I've played oh and Suica game has a Christmas theme now the the water the watermelon games that I was obsessed with. They had a Halloween theme uh, in October where the the watermelon was a pumpkin, and this time the watermelon is has like Christmas lights on it, and it's really festive. <laughs> and the the music is uh, "We Wish You a Merry Christmas" on a loop. So um, ha- have fun hearing that over and over again while you're trying to. Uh, Maybe I'll mute through. that. <laughs> I was trying to see how. I was I was playing it on my Switch and in the living room when Vaughn was sit, sitting in the living room because he, he can't. How how long he how long did he last? Oh, I I think I cracked before he did. Oh, <laughs> but I was curious if he was going to crack, but no. He he. It is easy for him to tune out music. It is hard for me to tune out music. Gotcha. 
<laughs> but yeah, if if you have watermelon game, uh, be sure to update it so that you can have the Christmas theme because it's really cute. This was Wednesday night, Vaughn, when we were both uh, trapped by cat. He tuned the whole thing out. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't he, he remember didn't even it happening? I was, he didn't even realize I was doing it. Um, I mean, I, I've been listening to Christmas hold music for one of the hospitals every time I call them. So, see, see for the Halloween themed level, uh, the music was kind of ambient and haunting, but still uh, catchy. And I, I, I'm I'm kind of sad that uh, they didn't keep that theme around. That it kind of it went away after Halloween was over. I wish that you could have uh, chosen that skin because I actually like that Halloween music better than the default music in the game. But um, it's going to be the same thing for the Christmas stuff, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, oh god. No, you go ahead. I, I'm going to want to play this every holiday just to see if they have like Valentine's Day and Easter themes. I don't, I don't know why. So, something about the uh, pump, pumpkin watermelon and the Christmas lights watermelon is just adorable. But I, I'm sorry. I, I, I love Suica Game. A- apparently, it's so popular that Nintendo put it as a free trial for Switch Online. You know, free, free trial for a $3 game that I bought with gold points. So, think, think about that. Anyway. Um, I take it you've been playing a lot of anime stuff, Tim? Uh, uh, no. Although I have been playing a lot of DK still, of course. Of course. Which, uh, one of the fun things is with with their events, uh, the music becomes part of the jukebox that you can go listen to at any time in the game. So, if, you, if there's some songs you really like, you can just go and listen to it because... Uh, yeah, some of the songs are real bangers. But uh, no, I actually, so um, uh, I finished off the Tales of Arise DLC on Tuesday. Is that any good? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Nope. I should save my $30. It's um, $30 for the DLC? Yeah. Well, and I, and I bought the deluxe, so I've got like all the costumes that came with it and stuff. Wait, the del- the DLC had different levels? Yes. Wow. Yeah, so I have like a, tux- a tuxedo outfit for Xion, which I actually so don't don't get me wrong. I I liked like the outfits and everything. And I will say like if you if you liked the if you liked the side quests and wanting to expand the characters, that is all fun content. Like I had more fun doing the side quests and the sub quests and the character quests and the EX quests. I just had fun doing all the side quests and all the types of side quests. Main story, completely unneeded. There was no point whatsoever for this to be done. The writing wasn't good. It wasn't that it wasn't good. It just didn't do anything to the game. It didn't really add anything to the game game story that really was needed well i'm glad i skipped out on this now yeah no it's uh yeah like on uh steam it has uh 425 reviews and of all the reviews it's mixed and of the recent reviews it is still mixed at 88 so i mean it's it's 
I like that. So one person's like, the story is excellent. All the crime from the main game is gone. Worthless. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's very mixed opinions. My take is, like, I didn't mind, you know, all the, your all your grind was gone from the first game. Like, you know, if you have max levels or whatnot, they gave you incentives for it. And they, it was pretty easy to regain your power. Um, they made some harder arena fights. They uh, added some different subquests and whatnot. But I didn't think the main story of the DLC was worth it. I thought it was just, you know, yeah, the whole idea of DL- DLC was to go back and revisit the characters, which was fine. But it, and like, um, there's only like three new maps which were just added dun- the dun- the new dungeons you would go through um they removed several of the maps and places that you could go in the base game like they're like oh yeah this is you know th- this is now populated by the you know by this and you and it's kind of off limits now so you can't go there um it it, it no it, it's it's not good it's not good Unless you want the subquests, I will. I will say the side quests were a lot of fun. Um, unfortunately, they're super spoilery, and I got yelled at a couple weeks ago about that. So I'm not saying more on those. So um, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so like overall, I would I would I would save your money. Okay, I. <laughs> I'm glad we do this show because I was I was tempted with that DLC, but if you're saying it's not worth the money. I I did not feel the main story of the DLC was worth the money. I, I one of my streams I spent like three three hours playing the like th- yeah three three ish hours playing the game on stream. I spent two hours just doing side quests because I was more interested in the side quests than the main story. I I only start went back to the main story because I ran out of side quests, <laughs> and I did all forty side quests. And did you get any good stuff for even doing the side quests? Um, money and skill points and the skill uh, points are, but, um, there, there's actually a new type of side quest called, um, which are the characters quest. They're part, there's 12 of them to per character, um, sort of, you know, going into how they're viewing the world and, and they themselves are trying to, you know, figure out their place in this new, in, in the world. And, um, and there, and those were actually really interesting. And if you complete both of them, it actually uh, makes their boost attack skills stronger. Um, as a good example, since you played the base game, you remember how Dohalim's things was where he could, you know, bind the super fast characters where they couldn't like jump around and such, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it actually made his his thing a bigger area of attack as well as d- doing more damage. Oh, okay. So there, so there was actually a purpose to those, um, and then there's um, another s- set of uh, called the EX quest, which expands into the events of what goes on in the ending credits. Which I'm going to leave it at that because that's spoilery for some people, which were fun <laughs> watching Alpha's Alpha be a complete doofus was kind of fun because <laughs> he's trying to. Keep keep what he's doing a secret and yet everybody he talks to knows what's really going on and he's like what are you talking about i don't know what you're implying <laughs> it's like so it was like one of those secrets that's not really a secret it was great <laughs> and he gets called out for it in the end too it was great <laughs> so if, 
but I don't. I, I would. If you're interested in it, yeah, thirty bucks is not worth it. I would say fifteen, maybe fifteen, at least ten bucks. Oh, maybe they'll have a a sale or do a game of the year edition or something where they'll uh, include everything. Include everything, and some of those game of the year editions can be pretty cheap. Bandai hasn't really ever done those though, except no, I don't think they've really ever done a game of the year edition for any of their games. Well, I don't think any of their any of their Tales games have had a uh, huge DLC pack like this either. Um, it's not the Tales games. I don't know about. Um, no, like, I mean, a lot of them do have a lot of DLC, but it's mostly like cosmetics and stuff. Yeah, I'm talking with a but, huge story pack like this. Yeah, no, you you are right about that. And except for Zillia Two, technically. <laughs> Zillia 2 was DLC. <laughs> exactly. Wow. But wasn't it, it better than the first one? I no. enjoyed it better than the first one. Ooh, but, different well, opinions. Some, yeah, some people really liked Zillia 2. Some people feel it was just cut content that should have been part of the base game. Um, I, well, part of why I enjoyed Zillia 2 is because it was a lot more open-ended, so you could kind of go anywhere you wanted. And... um. Also, the cat side quest. Oh goodness! Uh, see, there we go. There's there were cats, so she's automatically biased. Yes. You co- uh, you collect a hundred cats, and some of them look like previous Tales characters. What's not to like? <laughs> All of those cats are in a room next to Luger's apartment. Yeah. So, um, so be- so besides that, um, I've also been playing Final Fantasy VI. Pixel remaster? Yeah, I'm playing the Switch version uh, since I beat Final Fantasy V the other week. I am I moved on to six as my it's time for bed. What can I shut off my brain with? <laughs> so, um, I've actually been using the uh, I actually have been using the uh, boost the boost because honestly, I mean, I ne- I never really mid maxed with the stat gains from uh, the espers in the first game so that doesn't really bother me much so i'm i'm just trying to get through it's it's fun like one like one shotting some of the bosses early on um so my timer at the end was around 30 hours and 10 of those hours was just killing brachiosaurus or trying to kill brachiosaurus to get economizers um so oh I'm, i'm going to be spending hours on the veldt because I I I've all you know I'm one of the defenders of Gal being one of the be- you know one of the most broken characters in the game. Oh my god! When I was a kid, when I was a teenager and had infinite free time, I tried to learn all of Gal's uh, rages, and I I had printed out a sheet with um, all of them and hi- highlighted each one and. <laughs> Trying to get some of those last ones was a nightmare because I th- you're like looking at what uh, just massive odds, especially with some of the bosses that show up very rarely on the Velt. Um, well, yeah, and I then I don't. So I spent so much because I, I I beat Final Fantasy VI, uh, you know, like easily t- two 
you know, dozen, two dozen times when I was a kid. And I actually had played it to a point where I could tell when the reset on the Velt happened because there's a specific, like, four or five battle order of specific mobs that will attack you in order. And that's when you know you've reset the Velt and you have to start over. And it's always, it's like Flan, uh, one of the weird lizard people groups with the the birds, um, command three commanders, and like you could tell when those like three battles happen in a row, you've re- you've hit the reset. So you have to like fight these four or five battles in the row that things you've seen before you may get stuff you hadn't seen. It it, it kind of cracks me up. I, I go from the extreme of trying to get the, every single rage to well. All I need is stray. Once I have that one, I'm good. Yeah, for for me, it's ver- two very specific ones. Uh, Pterodon, because Pterodon gives you Fireball, which is a very weak, like you know, meteor, or mm-hmm. and so that and that helps you uh, on the snowfield battle. And then uh, there's one of the spider mech ones, very late in the game. Uh, you you fight it in the uh, underground castle. And uh, in the original game, it was called IO. And uh, it teaches you basically uh, dark, I want to say it's called like dark star or something or dark, or dark flare or something like that. And it looks like uh, when you're cast uh, meltdown, but it only damages enemies. Oh, oh cool. Yes. Yeah, so th- like those, so that, and so with that, Galby becomes an AOE god pretty much. As the replacement for Wind God Gal, it sounds like. Yeah, so, um, but again, very late, very late ability, but it, it helps clearing out, you know, group group mobs, especially in the tower, because it deals a lot of damage. Um, but no, I'm I'm very early. I'm I'm on the Phantom train right now. Oh, you better suplex it. I may just kill it with a suit. My my characters are like mid twenties, so I took out uh, tel, the Telstar and like, or I think they've renamed it as Satellite now since Telstar is oh. technically a copyright. Telstar. Oh, that explains first, it. Yeah. Yeah, Telstar was the first telecommunication satellite that was ever launched. <clears throat> Want to know? So I know I knew that just from the name. And the reason I know I was right was because I was watching, uh, you know, do you want to win a million or, you know, do you want to win a million dollars or whatever it is? <laughs> and th- and that question was on there. And I saw the list of the f- four options and I was like, Telstar has to be Telstar. And the dude w- and the dude got it wrong. I was like, oh, you're an idiot. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I just put I put two to two together. I was like. Final Fantasy VI had that as a monster name. It had to have been a satellite. Oh, telecoms. Tells, uh, yeah, that's the first telecom. Anyways, there, there's weird history lessons for people for the day. Um, just so you know, Suplex is called Meteor Dive in this version. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I was like, wait, does he not have Suplex anymore? And I had to look it up. Yeah, well, I, wasn't that what the, they had Tifa called in Final Fantasy VII? Something like that. I, yeah, I, I think I think that was her suplex move uh, when she used it as part of her, her limit break. 
either way, and I'm, I'm, I'm mad that there isn't an, an achievement for it. There should be always in any game that had or in any version of Final Fantasy VI on the system that has achievements needs to have Suplex the Train. Yeah, well, it, I still want Chris to fight the train in Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. Although you can't suplex it because no one has a suplex move, which is baloney. Hey, you do get chased. It should by be zombies. an active time event, Tam. Hey, you do have to jump on the train though, run across it, and actually. B- Take and actually uh, take out the smokestack. Mm, that's good. And there is also uh, ghosts that will summon you into the passenger train, and you have to fight ghosts inside the passenger train. Do you have to eat dinner? It's too early for dinner. If you don't eat dinner while you're on the train, what are you even doing? Oh, no, you're right. There is like a very rare event where if you get summoned into the train, you get like, uh, like a safety room. Yeah, you're right. Really? I've heard about that. Yeah, yes. it's, it's it's a super rare event though. I've okay. only heard of a couple. I've only been in one group where someone got it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so for some odd reason, so besides those two, I've I picked up one of the first indie. I, I remember playing the one of the first indie games we covered on the site, which was uh, Dragon Fantasy. Um, it's it was one of the f- very first ones, and I was like, you know what? What was this game called? I, I want to try it again. It's like it was. I it was a, co- a couple bucks on Steam. I picked it up, and uh, so I played a little. I played quite a bit of that. Uh, it's a very. It's very reminiscent of the early, uh, like, NX Dragon Quests. There's you know some quality of life stuff, but but it's uh, you know very much uh, homage to that time. I also picked up the second one. I haven't started that one, but. Dragon Fantasy, is that the one that has the rocks as the basic enemy? Yes. Yeah, I I played that for Backtrack a long time ago. Yeah, so, and I like the fact that, like, all the things are puns or jokes about, you know, it's like, Mr. Rock complains about his life at you. (laughs) You take three damage. Didn't you do social media for Dragon Fantasy? Anna did social media for Dragon Fantasy. Ah. Yeah, so I went looking at the reviews on the site, and like one gave it a four, one gave it a three point five. So I mean, it's a it's a decent game, it, you know, nothing too outstanding in it. But some sometimes, you know, with all these new indie games, they're so ambitious that I don't think they come out as good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just you know just take the basic concept, you know, do some quality of life stuff to make it more accessible, and roll mm-hmm. with it. I will admit the thing that I liked about Dragon Fantasy compared to, like, say, Breath of Death and um, Cthulhu Saves the World is that Dragon Fantasy wasn't nearly as blatant about some of the RPG tropes. I mean, the second game was very Chrono Trigger inspired. Oh, oh, it was, but (laughs) Breath of Death 7, I just remember eye-rolling at some of the tee-hee-hee, this is a nod to something kind of stuff mm. especially when it was stuff like sort of on like the not very as well-known games yeah like, like uh, there was a very blatant reference to earthbound in the um i think breath of death 7 that kind of made me roll my eyes a little bit because it was like really and i can't I, I couldn't tell you for the life of me what the joke was but it irked me was it we anything about, about Bill Clinton and his sacks? 
No. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. I, I, I remember that. Working designs, baby. R.I.P. Well, I mean, they well, they also made references to uh, Do You Want to Be a Millionaire? That's that's the name of the show. Yeah. Uh, I remember that in Lunar 2 with the um, money, gr- uh, the uh, blonde haired chick where she was like, Someone made the references like, you know, can I can I call a friend? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I could have sworn I also remember a uh, weakest link reference too, at the same time. I thought we I, I thought weakest link was later. I thought millionaire was later. Apparently, I'm wrong about both. E- either way, we're old. Yep. Oh yeah, no. Uh, do you want to be a millionaire? Came out like mid nineties. Yeah, because I, 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 I feel like I was in college when that show was popular, but I could be wrong. Well, it oh, also no. didn't go away for a long time, Kelly. Yeah, it, 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 I, I thought it was still going. It outlasted Regis, who like got tired of hosting it, so they went to other hosts even. And then we lost Regis. Well, I, I yeah, that's true. Anyway. Well, um, Good God, can we talk about the news soon? Well, I have one more game, which oh, is no. I've been playing Star Rail, because you and I have been... Honkai! Yeah, Honkai Star Rail, so I've yeah. um, been clearing up the events and uh, doing the stuff with that, um, and and Monday's the update that uh, apparently Chris tried to be like, have you heard the latest... Drama. Uh, drama between yeah. genshin and honkai i was like oh dude you don't oh have to you don't me. under folks honkai star rail got a free character because they got game of the year not, for mobile not, game of the year yeah not yet we're getting it uh, oh with okay. the next update it's they're going the next to update. excuse me yeah but they're g- giving away a free character of completely free five-star character they're giving they're giving away daily login special tickets to pull for the next new character that's coming. They're giving away a whole bunch of gems, and then like Engine Impact is giving away eight hundred of their currency, which is not even half of a summon. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. The my the other mobile game, you know, I play, which is Nikkei Goddess of Victory, on their first anniversary, it was like, yeah, they're giving away half a free summon and a avatar in in Genshin Impact for their first anniversary. What was Nikkei giving away? Free, a free character. 130 plus, you know, summons. A whole bunch of gems. They had uh, codes to plug in for additional gems. They uh, gave you, gave, you know, uh, Avatar. They gave borders. It's like, it's like, what? <laughs> The, the the Genshin community was pissed, and and what's funny is in this case Honkai Star Rail and Genshin Impact are owned by the same people. Yep, and it's all about how much they don't care about the Genshin fans, and then the Genshin fans are like, no, it's all about how Honkai Rail isn't succeeding, so they have to do these things to prop up the game. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, you guys. Well, I mean, Genshin Impact has been number one on the revenue list. I've, I I look at it every now and then, but for November, like Star Rail was number three, mm-hmm. and Genshin was like at sixty five million dollars. So, um, how much did Honkai only make? Uh, let me see. 
It only made fifty million dollars or something stupid. Let's see. It always yeah. cracks me up when. Yeah, so Genshin, take- Genshin made fifty-four million in November. Honkai Star Rail made twenty million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's garbage. <laughs> it's not succeeding. Yeah. <laughs> That's within a month. <laughs> yeah, that's a. There month. are companies that want that for a yearly revenue. <laughs> yeah, so um, number two was Nikkei Goddess of Victory at thirty million. Mm-hmm. Wait, is Nikkei the same company? No, different oh, company. Different company. Okay. They are those two are different companies. So we have two of the top three. <laughs> yeah, two of the top three. Uh huh. Obviously underperforming. <laughs> a- a- absolute garbage. No mm-hmm. fans. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry. It cracks me up when people think that they know the reasons behind gaming things. Yeah, so, so yeah. So I've I've just been playing catch up mostly because uh, you know I got locked out of my account for a while. So um, I I managed to get like my main character all decked out this week. Uh, I've been working on slowly. Unfortunately, there are things that are gated where you can only do so many a week because the items that drop are super important so it it can be a little frustrating at times but as far as like story and characters go i really love it and in fact i did uh, two events this week where the stories sort of take place at one after the other and it connected the dots on a third on one of the characters i had and it it's it was actually kind of surprising um how deep some of the char- the stories go so uh, um this was all done offline, so no one can go look at look it up. So no spoilers, no spoilers. So, um, and that has really been my gaming for the week, because um, otherwise I I was like super exhausted because I got called in for both overnights this week. Are you okay? Oh yeah, I'm. I, I this was last weekend, so I'm I'm okay now. But oh man, I didn't like fully recover until you weren't Thursday. making it. Yeah. Now you've now you're through the troubled times. Yeah, although I do have to work Monday. Yeah, well, holiday pay, baby. Yeah, holiday differential pay. So I'm going to be making like forty five dollars an hour. That works for three of the hours I'm at work. Mm-hmm. That is like one of the only things I liked about working on uh, holidays. Is there I anything else to like? Maybe if they um, give you like free food and treats or something, that would be nice too. Yeah, because one of the some of the DJs always used to bring in some stockings, which was mm, cute. That's cute. And um, uh, not having to do the cleanup because it's like, oh, sorry guys, I got to leave for work. <laughs> that was always kind of nice. Oh, and the and the year that I had to work on Christmas Eve, so my dad let me open up one of my presents, and it was uh. Mario and Luigi for GBA so that oh, I nice. could have something to play all night. Because uh, cause overnight radio station work, you're like just checking to make sure the stations didn't blow up and that's pretty much it. Yeah, so, I, I, I remember one time um, one, one of the stations here, and this was like very early 90s, their system crashed in the middle of the night and the janitor was in there actually trying to get it working. And she came on and their janitor. So she came on and was like, yeah, the thing blew up. I'm working on it. So, so to pair with me, here's a song. Like she knew enough to like do it, but not enough to like 
get it back working. It was very amusing. Yeah, t- typically they have like somebody qualified watching all of that in this station, but obviously I haven't worked in the business in what two decades now, so who knows how much of that stuff has changed. Um, it also could depend on the station too. <laughs> And, and you reminded me, I, I got whammed it this week, and I lost my four-year streak. Aww. Oh, no. And I'm... Last I'm, Christmas. I was very mom. upset, and Vaughn was like, I, I, was I could so not happy. possibly care care less. Yeah, I, 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 that's actually one of my favorite Christmas songs. <laughs> Talking about the radio station stuff made me think about it, because I would have never been able to su- survive Whamageddon 20 years ago, but that also wasn't a thing. Yeah, so how did you lose it this year? Uh, she got her hair cut. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I knew I was in danger the second I walked into the salon because they were playing Christmas music. And I should have ran out of the salon screaming the second I heard the name George Michael from the DJ. And I'm just sitting there fuming and Va- Vaughn's like, I could not care less, Cal. <laughs> yeah, no, I... That whole thing yeah. is stupid. Rest in peace, George Michaels. It's like, look, it's a, it's a thing that me and a bunch of people do on Facebook. Talk about where you got whammed. Everybody presses F in chat, and the survivors have a victory lap on Christmas morning, which I will not be a part of. And then they listen to the song. And then, yeah. and, and then you have to go, and so does this mean you have to uh, start, so you're starting over next year, though? When yeah. does it begin? Oh. Um, December 1st. So usually she has a few days after Thanksgiving. She could listen to it. Also, people recommend watching the movie uh, Last Christmas with Emilia Clark um, when you lose because it's actually supposedly a really good Christmas movie. Hmm. Okay. So. <laughs> sorry, I, I another tangent. <laughs> I, I was watching. um freebie yesterday because i was i was waiting for my mom to call and i i usually have it on the rift tracks channel 24 7 but for some reason every once in a while the channels reset and it put it on put it on like the hallmark channel and there was a movie on called christmas with corgis (laughs) that sounds amazing and it's like i i am curious where this is going but birdemic is on and i'd rather watch that (laughs) Birdemic. Uh, Rift tracks, Birdemic. Almost solar panels. Almost <laughs> solar panels. I, I want a happy meal. I want a happy meal. <laughs> I want a happy meal. <laughs> Anna's shouting, you get ramen. <laughs> it's a Birdemic reference, Anna. <laughs> Anna, should we get some solar panels on the house? <laughs> She just said, what? <laughs> That's the right answer. Thank you. What was the other uh, reference? Damn wood beetles. Uh-huh. I always find it funny when, when uh, Anna comes in when I'm doing one of the really long streams and it's like, go eat something. It's like, I just finished eating while I was gaming. She's like, what? So anyways, um, I think there's feedback. Yeah, let's do yeah. the feedback. So we asked last week, uh, what do you listen to while you're gaming? Because, you know, lots I of, listen I to Wham! Sing Last Christmas. Um, oh, Last Christmas on a Loop? 
No, not really. <laughs> um, from Strawberry Eggs, I only listen to things that aren't the game's audio when I'm grinding or doing something else fairly mindless. When I do podcasts, audiobooks, or YouTube videos, I listen to more than I watch. Uh, yeah, I well, I was playing Suica game yesterday. I put on like a five-hour retrospective video on final fantasy 6 oh guys guys my my bethesda blackpilled streamer is has got his um starfield video done so i've got eight hours of a quick retrospective of starfield to watch i can't wait a, a, a quick a quick retrospective in air, in air quotes <laughs> Oh. Um, from Tinklin, I usually just listen to podcasts if I'm not using headphones. I like the console feature, PS or Xbox, where you can play a game and listen and stream music or a podcast at the same time without losing the sound effects in the game. Listening to audiobooks while gaming doesn't work for me for some reason. It breaks my brain. I can only do that, Tinklin, if it's a game with absolutely no... Um, audio like no voice acting because i i tried listening to an audiobook when i was playing final fantasy type zero and i kept having to pause for the story bits and type zero is already a confusing and infuriating game anyway and i was trying to listen to dresden books which if you don't pay attention can also get kind of weird so yeah even if you pay attention it, they those can get kind of weird although the i do love uh so I drank my drink this. while sitting in the lobby, and the dog looked up at me, and I realized I had forgotten to carry the one in my Excel spreadsheet. So I strapped the revolver to my back, and I went outside, and lo and behold, the Queen of the Fairies was out there. I said, well, it's going to be another day like that today. If you don't know, the Queen of the Fairies, like, am I doing a good job or a bad job? You sound very early, uh, James Barstow. Oh, I see. He he still gives a crap. All right. (laughs) Those Um, are the ones I remember, is all those pauses. and. (laughs) Apparently, it took like three, according to Vaughn, it took like three books for him to kind of get his groove. Yeah, and the first book's not exactly the most well-written of books. No, he's kind of getting his legs. That's the first book, yeah. All right, well, they all well, sound like uh, that to me, Vaughn. <laughs> I mean, at least you're not reading his uh, other book series. Oh. Oh, the, which one? The Gladiator Pokemon or the Steampunk one? Wait, um, what's wrong with that? Uh, I, I, so, um, oh, is it? I'm trying to remember if it's actually Jim Butcher's. I, th- I think it is. Who writes? Uh, he wrote a book called uh, Succub- Succubus Blues under a pseudonym. Oh, I, I don't remember that. That sounds dangerous. Let's not look that up on the show. <laughs> I, lo- yeah, no, no. I love that both Vaughn and I at the same time were which one steampunk or uh, Roman Legion meets Pokemon. <laughs> Roman uh, Legion but- meets Pokemon sounds good. Is that is it good? Is it terrible? I I um, I, I've slept through that multiple times on car trips. Okay, it's boring. Oh. <laughs> Is the wait? Are they just the same narrator or the same writer? No, it's the same writer, but the different narrator. But oh, okay. Well, like whatever. It. Vaughn's like, I can't get past the fourth book. Well, there yeah, you go. I, 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 don't, I see. I find Jim but Jim Butcher's writing just very blah. And I read like five of the books before I came to that decision. Um, all, which is funny because it took eight books for me to get to that decision with Wheel of Time. 
how did you get to eight? I couldn't make it. I couldn't really get into book four. So I finally realized why I hated Wheel of Time in book eight (laughs) when one of the super minor named characters that was a ghost that was summoned by the horn in either the third or fourth book suddenly became an important character that was dating one of the main characters from the first game. I was like, nope, I'm done with this. Oh, I don't even remember the horn at this point, and I don't want to. Yeah, no, you're better off. uh, Understand, I read these in high school, and I still remember this crap. I like so much of those series set up, and then he just keeps introducing characters. And I don't care what the fat bard guy is doing on the beach, all right? I don't care. Yeah, see, that, that, that was my issue, is, like, he kept introducing new characters, and, like, any named character he mentions is somehow going to be important to the story. And I'm just like, no, but not now seven books from now. <laughs> right. See that. And that uh, I was done. Like I, I found, I Dragon just want to get to the point where Brandon fixes it, but I can't, I can't make it to that point. I, I, like I enjoyed green angel tower more than that. All right. Um, one more thing before we move on. Um, Vaughn and I have had two opportunities now to meet Jim Butcher and because he he lives in well he used to live in Kansas City but he visits Kansas City all the time because they he used to live there and both times it's been like oh my god if we would have driven up there one day earlier we could have met him so you like, didn't like, really like, have just, the opportunity you just missed him both twice you, well yes something like that okay because because one of them was like we were literally literally at that bookstore the day before. Um, I walked outside the store and I noticed that uh, the day before Jim Butcher was here, and well, that's just how things and, go sometimes. And and that that one made me particularly sad because that bookstore went out of business and they had shop cats that loved attention. Aww. And the and then the second time I think we was in Kansas City. Oh no, that that was the same weekend as the con- the concert we went to in in uh Lawrence. So we couldn't make it that time, but it's like, damn it. Missed it by that much. And I've always wanted to meet him. <laughs> oh yeah, and apparently that bookstore hated Vaughn because he was sick of going there because the only reason we went there was because they had shop cats. Oh. <laughs> If you have shop cats and people are going there for the shop cats, that's a good thing. Hey, I bought books there. That's I, why I, you have the shop cats. You can't just then be mad at people coming for the shop cats. What's wrong with these people? Anyway, um, lastly, from Shaman, I listen to podcasts when gaming, but once those run out, I usually default to whatever bits of game music are living rent-free in my head at the moment. Presently, that's the Mobius <sighs> battle theme from... Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and the Team Star boss theme from Pokemon Scarlet slash Violet. Gosh, that Mobius battle theme is so good. And then the YouTube videos with the cats singing it, it's just, it's amazing. (laughs) It's so good. That should have won, like, did that win any, that was last year, wasn't it? It should have won, like, soundtrack of the year last year. year. Yeah. What should have won like game soundtrack of the year or something like um, that was the year. I think that was the year the Elden Ring came out. So no, it sure shit didn't win the main game of the year. No, it didn't. Yeah. yeah, no, Elden Ring, Elden Ring took home that prize. 
both RPGs. <laughs> in uh, in our reckoning, I don't think Elden did. What did Elden Ring win last year? Actually, Game from of the us, year? probably Action RPG of the Year or something like no, that. No, 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 no. Kelly, I'm killing the two people who kill the cat in the game. Good. Kill them dead. I'm killing them dead. Avenge the kitty. I'm avenging the kitty. I don't know the kitty's name. Hana. Hana. Justice for Hana. Justice for Hana. Um, Are we ready for news? Yes. Um. (laughs) That's your Christmas chicken countdown. Apparently, I didn't open the first two stories for some reason. Because it's a slow news week, so no excuses. Hold on. Um, Tactical RPG Beastgate gets a new title and content update. Uh, This is an early access update, by the way. Um, Brings a new subtitle for the game with it. uh, Beast False Prophet. Looks like a gothic tactical RPG. Okay. I'm seeing yeah. a trailer that's not showing me much gameplay. Come on. What are we doing? Oh, there was some gameplay. And, uh, oh man, the gameplay's brief. I'm okay with the soundtrack. It, it just shows a lot of running. A lot of running. I think this is XCOM with axes. From what yeah. I'm seeing. Yeah, it even has Overwatch. <laughs> uh, I did not see a single person turn into a beast, so... Are I'm they supposed interested. to? I, I don't know. When I hear a game called Beast, I expect there to be beasts. You just... There should be a large blue man. Yeah. Voiced by uh, Kelsey Grammer. That's right. Oh, was he Kelsey? Did the X-Men cartoon use Kelsey Grammer? No. In oh. uh, Last Stand. Oh... Uh, he was Kelsey Grammer. And oh, the a recent, bad one. A, a recent Marvel movie that didn't do well in theaters had a post credit scene. They brought Kelsey Grammer Beast back for one of the... What? Uh, the, it was a the, decent Beast. It oh, was, he, it I thought he was great. Yeah, it, it wasn't... It wasn't... Wait, which movie brought Kelsey Grammer that, Beast back? Uh, The Marvels. It was a post credit scene. Okay. Yeah, no, so, it, it, he wasn't a bad beast. He was actually really good as Beast. It's just X-Men 3 was a bad movie. It's so bad. And part Moira. of that was the actor who played Cyclops wanted out to go do other things. Oh, J- James uh, Mar- Marsters? He-, he played in the Sonic movie? A- anyway. Uh, I don't know who was. Yeah. I I have a picture of him on a boat with Sonic, and it says, this is where Jean Grey killed me over here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, James Marsden. Yeah, Mar- he went Marsden, up- thank you. I get him confused with James Marsters. James Marsden is Red Dead Redemption. Oh, right. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm so confused now. What are we talking about? I don't know. Um, Tam. Hey, huh? Honkai Star Rails version 1.6 update is releasing next week. Are you yeah, excited, what's up with Tim? this crap, Tim? Oh, the Star Rail update? Yeah. Well, um, I There's believe- a trailer. Oh, yeah. No, it's a wonderful trailer. Um, I'm very excited. So that's the dude we're getting for free. <laughs> Dr. Um, Dr. Something? 
Yes. Doctor Book. Doctor. Doctor Hacking. Oh, something's going on with Astra. Goodbye, Astra. Hopefully, you didn't have her in your party. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I've killed technically one of the characters in my party has been killed in the game. Oh, okay. Because she was secretly uh, part of an evil organization. There's Doll Lady. The game starts off with evil organization people. Yeah, it's the same evil organization. Okay. Yeah, it's the same group. Um, and then you were casually talking to one in your game. You sent me a screenshot like, yo, I probably owe you some explanations. Like, what is going on? Oh, no, that's the two, two different evil organizations. Oh, so, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, though, no, there's the Antimatter Legion, which is like an, an organization that follows the Ion of Destruction, oh. which is what the Stellarons are from. The Intel chips that aren't very good? No, no, no. The thing that you're basically created from. Oh my god. And then there's the... um, um, And you're telling me you couldn't make it through Wheel of Time? Because I can follow things a lot better than I can follow bloody people, because I have issues with names. Uh Uh-huh. So... But yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I'll I'll probably be streaming this a little bit this week. Um, but I, I'm trying to figure out what my new Tuesday game is. I I have an idea for my Tuesday game, and Kelly will be very excited for what my idea may be. Okay. Booga. No. Uh, Disgaea. No, because her frog did all that this year. I'm not. Oh. I'm, no. <laughs> By the way. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, uh, wild arms. No, but that's a good idea. But um, there, there's going to be a lot of chaos. Oh, chaos. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final go, Fantasy, go Final Fantasy, Dark Souls. Yep, I, 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 I bought. I, I was able to get that on the sale. I have the digital deluxe packs from Steam, which was like all thirty-five bucks. So I uh, or thirty two bucks or something. It's yeah, on sale does right it come now. Come with the DLC or was that free or how that work? Um, no, it's not free. But I I got the um, the deluxe the pack, se- which full thing had right. yeah, which did have it. So um, and I got that installed. and I am ready to uh, punch punch chaos. I, I had to chaos. think for I had to think for a second because like chaos. Are you playing that shitty Sonic RPG? <laughs> oh no. Those were those were chaos. Well, there's also chaos emeralds. Yeah, there's chaos emeralds. Um. <laughs> so, so think- Tam, Tam, how are you worried about your Honkai game after the uh, proposed Chinese legislation that's going to make most of the monetization they do in those games illegal? No, it's probably going to make it better, if anything. Uh, they'll just have to find a way to get around it that's interesting i i did not hear about that though that's that's interesting news yeah there's big chinese proposed legislation that's going to make a lot of the stuff done in those games to monetize them illegal or have to be changed to be compliant and stuff like that yeah should be interesting and that should have knock-on effects to the other markets because if they got to change how the game is designed then you know it yeah. still affects the other areas, even if they can still market it the same. Yeah, but that's if the legislation passes. I, I mean, it's China. I don't know how this works, but I assume it just yeah. it passes if they want it. 
<laughs> I don't know how that works. I, 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 you know what? Don't know. But that mm-hmm. I mean, that's that is news that affects a lot a lot of the uh, a lot of the games we could potentially cover or, or play around here because of the fact a lot of a lot of gotcha games have like a lot of RPG mechanics. Like even Nikkei, which is a cover-based team shooter, has a lot of RPG mechanics between you know raising stats, equipment, skills, comboing different characters together. So this is a developing story, even as of yesterday. I don't have all the details because the sites I'm finding that have good articles have put them behind a paywall. But um, it's already affecting the stock of companies like Tencent and Hoyo. Not surprised. So it should be interesting. All right. Anyway. Is is anybody excited about Tales of Iron getting a free in-game expansion? Oh. I haven't played it. Isn't that the one where you play as, like, rats? Rats? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It takes place after the events of the main story, and you're invited by squirrels to celebrate the Festival of Leaf Fall. However, a new adversary is seeking revenge. Um, the expansion includes four main story quests. A new adversary quests. is seeking revenge. That's a weird yeah. statement. No, I, I, I mean, guess it's, it's to avoid spoilers. All right. I mean, it, it. Look at it this way: it could be like the brother of the dude you killed. Oh the boy, how know, original! But, yeah, but well, you know, um, Hans Gruber was my brother. The main bad guys are frogs, so I'm assuming you're fighting a frog, and look, yeah. you're. Your rat. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I need to check this out. I've decided I like rats now. Okay. They're very cute. <laughs> Only if they're stuck in a cage. No, you, you have to let them out of their cage, otherwise they get destructive. She, she, she missed the reference. Oh, duh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a Smashing Pumpkins fan. I don't. Are you a metaphor, Fantasia, whatever this is, fan, yeah, Refantasio fan? Um, I'm going to be if all the good writers that didn't work on SMT5 were on this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a new update with story elements and more screenshots, um, including uh, descriptions of the eight different tribes in the game. It was a weird-looking this... game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like they took the team that worked on Catherine, gave it the writers who worked on, who, who weren't working on SMT5, and threw in the Persona UI team all together in a single room. I, mean, I know that's I, not how they work, because Atlas itself is not a big dev, like, big employee dev studio, because that, that was something they mentioned dur- when they were creating Persona 4 in an, or no, Persona 5 in an interview. But it looks, it looks weird as shit. I am sorry. I, I that's the only way I can p- describe this. It looks weird as shit. And it looks like one of the tribes has cat people. Cat people oh. or dog people, one or the other. I mean, there there looks to be like elf people and we've seen a fairy. Oh and yeah, it, and then there's the yeah, the weird chibi cat-looking guys. Yep. And then there's like people with horns it it looks and really really weird is this a cat or a mouse kelly you tell me it, that looks like I, a moth i don't know the close-up made it look very cat but yeah the the face looks very cat-like but it's got bird 
talons and wings. Maybe it's like a flying squirrel mouse. Could be a bat. It kind of looks like a moth to me. Yeah, maybe bat. I like Kelly's idea. Okay. Like bat derived. Because bats are basically flying mice. Um, that's the Ishkia tribe, the least populous of the eight tribes. They are recognized by wings, almond eyes, and long eyelashes, renowned for their intelligence and hold many positions in academia or no. other establishments. Those these eyes are, are not almond. These are not almond eyes. Are they almond because they're shaped like an almond? I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm I, thinking I the color. All right. Yes, same with me. I was thinking color. All right. Anyway, this game's not out for forever, so. 2025 is supposed to be? Oh, wait. Planned release in fall of 2024. Okay. Okay. That's not too We're getting there. We're getting there. I want to see a story trailer before I pass judgment. Anyway, um, Outward Definite Definitive Edition is coming to Switch next year. Um, What game was Outward? Why does this look like garbage? You're a vulnerable inhabitant of the fantasy world of Arai, and it's got hardcore survival elements. It's a Switch version of an open-world RPG. Oh, that's why it looks like so low-resolution. Got it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's why your game looks like butt. The uh, the definitive edition has the base game and two DLCs and quality of life and balance adjustments. So you can enjoy that. Um, the Relic, the first Guardian, gets a publisher and a trailer. Is this a prequel to The Last Guardian? Probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible It's a Souls-like, Kelly. Yeah. Um, well... Oh, no, I was thinking um, not The Last Guardian, but the other one by that same studio was kind of a Souls-like 2. Shadow of Colossus? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a Souls-like 2. This is looking like an Elden Ring-like. This is is looking good. This looks like something Chris will stream and just die horribly all the time. Yeah, that sounds like what I would do. And then we've got Grand Blue Fantasy Relink getting a PlayStation demo and post-launch characters. Um, I always confuse this with the fighting game. So it, it's going to have a worldwide re- release uh, on February 1st and get a free demo in January. The demo is going to feature a tutorial, a slice of the main story, and a set of online multiplayer quests um, with 11 playable characters in the demo, and you can obtain re- rewards for the full game. Now, this is based off of that really popular mobile game Oh yeah, in Japan. And- and fighting and fighting game as well. Uh, Grand, uh, Grand Blue versus, I believe. Um, sp- speaking of versus, oh no, the publisher versus Evil is shutting down. These these are the people that uh, wow. made Pillars of Eternity two, Deadfire, the Banner Saga series. Wow. Um, okay. This is a publishing. Label, publishing. Okay. All right. They were acquired by Tiny Build, and Tiny Build has laid them off. Jeez. What the? Yeah. T- what has Tiny Build done? Um, a lot. They, they, they. Yeah. Here we go. You want a Tiny Build games? Slime Three K, Kill It with Fire Two, Ferocious, Critter Crove, Sand, Far. Okay, let's do ones that are actually Hello Neighbor. Um. Well, I mean slime. Okay. 
a lot of stuff. Too much stuff. Potion craft. A lot, a lot of stuff that really seems raw men. Like, it's a lot of publishing though, so they don't make all these. Not for broadcast, right. totally reliable delivery service, secret neighbor, hello neighbor, uh swag and sorcery, party hard two, graveyard keeper, um speedrunners, punch club. Yeah, a lot of these I've played actually, so um, but mostly their older stuff, not their recent stuff. What's up with that? Did I stop playing games? I must have stopped playing games, just played Path of Exile. Or they stopped getting good games. I don't know what's going on. Or both. Tiny Build. I remember No Time to Explain was a Tiny Build game, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Cluster Truck, the chaotic physics-based truck former, where you jump from truck back to truck back. All right. Well, anyway. Apparently now they uh, acquire publishers and studios and lay them off. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, Embracer, Embracer Group. <laughs> wow. Are you saying wow because we said it at the yes. same time? Yes. <laughs> Great minds. All right, what's next? Um, we know the industry. <laughs> new release dates now. Uh, Scald against the Black Priorities launching in or Priory is launching in spring. Um, no specific date, just spring. This is the retro-styled CRPG available for PC, Mac, and via Steam and GOG. Think like Baldur's Gate, but DOS era. Um, so gold box. Yeah, you got it. Kind of looks, yeah, it kind of looks very gold boxy. I had D and D gold box games when I was a kid, and I was too young to get into them. I had D and D gold box games as a kid, and I played them a lot. Uh, I I was like, this was Commodore sixty four stuff, and I was like six or seven. Uh okay, so yeah. I was well. No, because uh, that's about the same time I had them. Um, but uh, I had a 486, so uh, so I could actually play them. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, my God. I remember trying to boot doing the installs and booting them up and having to try and choose what video format. And if you chose the wrong video format, they wouldn't work. And so you'd have to uninstall and reinstall them off the floppy disk, and I mean five and a quarter. Oh my god, <laughs> the memories! Yeah, you boot up a Commodore game, you go make a sandwich, and hope that it's loaded by the time you get back. Fun yeah, times. I, I did not have a Commodore, so. Um, Sovereign Syndicate is getting a new trailer and releasing in January. Uh, the trailer all includes the game's three playable characters, and this is a steampunk fantasy version of London. And I don't know what I don't know what kind of game this is. I guess branching a, more of a story-based RPG and a tarot card-based chance system. So, putting a lot of stuff in apparently. And, and yeah, Chris, this looks more like. Uh, Windows era Baldur's Gate to me. Mm-hmm. So that's coming out on January 15th. Please be excited. And then we've got Schwan Yon Sword 7 coming to the Switch in spring. Um, it, it's available to pre order now, uh, specifically uh, the limited edition through PlayAsia. With the limited edition, you get a collector's box, a physical copy, or an original soundtrack CD, an art book, a numbered certificate, and a manual. 
I like how they specifically say the manual in there. Uh, games don't come with manuals anymore. It's kind of kind of sucks. Um, if you're curious about this game, Pascal reviewed it. I do not see the review score yet. Oh, three point five out of five. So, eh, not bad. I think he did it off the Steam version. Yeah. See, I couldn't remember if he uh, if that was one of the ones he did recently that he gave like a one. Oof. I'm sorry, 1.5. There was one of them that got reviewed recently that was terrible. So, Going to jump that, on this all... one? Going to get it on the Switch? Uh, Probably not, because no. those um, Chinese-developed uh, RPGs just don't interest me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that it could be the best games ever, and I, I'm missing out. If someone wants to sell me on them, um, feel free. Fair enough. But, yeah, so... Is anything coming out this week, Chris? No. We looked. We tried. We found like two games that weren't RPGs. Okay. Nothing. Um, I know the Steam sale is going on right now. The Steam Winter sale. And Epic's yep. giving away a game every day. So check yeah, the Epic Fallout Game Store. Yeah, I picked up Fallout 3 today. Yeah, apparently, I already had it. So that must mean they had given it out before. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, I already got it, too. And there's a sale there, too, with the 33% off coupon thing. And I I think PSN is having a sale, and Nintendo's having a big sale right now. Yeah, there's a lot of sales going on. Consume! 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 (laughs) I I spent money on three Vampire Survivor-like games today, so... Is Midnight Suns worth it for $20? Is no, Lord of the I think Josh got it for less. Is Lord of the Rings Return to Moria worth it for twenty dollars? Is Star Trek Resurgence worth it for twenty four dollars? <laughs> One of these is going to hit, right? Is Kena Bridges? Oh, that's not even on sale. Or are they advertising at some oh. other Star Trek game? How many Star Trek games are there? I missed all these Star Trek games. Go ahead. Are you including the uh, MMO in that? In that? Well, list that's of- free. So that's different. True. What are they doing now? Star Trek Incursion. What's Incursion about? Is this? Are they integrating things from the newest shows now? No, now we've got uh, Star Trek Unravel. I can't keep up with all this. Borg Spheres? Oh, that's right. Voyager did that, didn't they? How dare yes. they? How hey, dare I like they? Voyager. Yeah, but Borg's cubes. Done. We don't need more. Um... <laughs> Why are you why are you engaging with me on this? It's a stupid opinion for me to have. Because <laughs> it's fun to discuss things with what you. What is the Star a- Trek Prodigy Supernova? Oh, right. This is the one where Janeway's a hologram. Yeah. Because they had the animated show with hologram Janeway. <laughs> mm. Oh, the Underdex? Prodigy. Oh, well, the only animated Lower Star Decks Trek is I know different, is yeah. Lower Decks, which is kind of just spoofing on Lower Star Decks Trek. is is the show for me because they would make fun of there being a board sphere. That's the sort of thing they would tackle. Yeah. See, I tried to watch Lower Decks with just my uh, TNG and um, Deep Space Nine knowledge, and a lot of the jokes were still over my head. Uh I guess you got to be a really hardcore Trekkie to enjoy that show. Yeah, I don't know. 
you, you kind of have to be a hardcore Trekkie to enjoy most of the shows. Well, not necessarily, because I'm not a hardcore Trekkie by any stretch of the imagination, and I love uh, DS9. Yeah. Well, I, I, at least, I, Kelly, I stand in, among the few who do not like Star Trek or Star Wars. Kelly, liking DS9 yes. makes you a hardcore Trekkie. You've got okay. your you've got your your cause and effect backwards. Okay. I like Babylon Five. I've, that makes I've you never, a sci-fi fan. We uh, never we never watch Voyager or any of the other. Yeah, series. because you only like good Star Trek. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> You're an elitist wow. Star Trek fan. <laughs> wow. Did you know that Vaughn got me into Farscape? Okay, you're also a Muppets fan. <laughs> I, I, I'm a fan of uh, how does the living ship have a baby? Star Trek did that. Oh, they did? Yes. <laughs> Literally an episode. <laughs> Deanna Troy and other telepath dude hang out with a ship and they're like, it's alive. It's having a baby. <sighs> it can have a baby because it's alive. Yeah, but they didn't show in the series the ship having sex? No. And it just made me think of ship sex? Okay. I, I, I'm Look up Rule 34 Moria, see what comes up. I'd rather not. Because <laughs> um, then we like, might get some weird Lord of the Rings stuff. <laughs> yeah, Vaughn <laughs> says, I'm, I'm sure there's Rule 34 Mo- Moya somewhere. Sorry, I thought her, I always thought her name was Moria, not Moya. Uh, we have two editorials this week. Um, one is from Alex talking about the uh, Final Fantasy 16 DLC. Um, if you're interested in that first piece that, that's out now, that I, I think it's a tower challenge and some side quests but if you're interested in that i would read this uh read his article and see what you think um we've also got an adventure quarter for snowman story from sam um i thought this was an rpg not an adventure game apparently not uh, apparently after she played it she felt it was more of an she adventure ripped corner. the rpg badge away you you don't get your rpg id card anymore yeah, we even, take it even, away. Yeah, Severn uh, even offered to uh, be like, oh, I already have a Steam page, you know, a website page for it. Do you want to write it as a review? He even, like, uh, offered to give her a full review for it, but... It's $5 if you... If it sounds interesting after the Adventure Corner, just uh, give it a purchase, probably. Did you just know that it has um, it sliding sad? puzzles? I, I don't know. Um, I saw sliding puzzles and yep. I'm out because I hate those freaking puzzles. <laughs> you know the ones I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. Where you where you slide around or are you talking like Final Fantasy 1? No, like you're puzzles? on a bed of ice and you have to slide around and then you're stopped over here and I slide this direction, slide oh, this I love, direction. I love those types of puzzles. Those are easy. I, I hate them with a passion. It's the name of the old... Like I used to play... It used to be like Game Boy games and black and white games that had a, this as their concept. I forget what they're called. Sokoban? Yeah, all right. There you go. Or, is that, that. or Sokoban's pushing blocks. Eh, close enough. See, I don't like the pushing block, the sliding block puzzles. 
Or you only have it's like the one same thing, space. right? Yeah. Well, it's anyway. not the same thing, but all right, fair enough. Um, Snowman story, check it out. It's a, it's a beautiful pixel art game. Oh, and it, the pixel art is by Odin Cat, the people who did uh, Bear's Restaurant. Bear and Breakfast. Kind of, no, Bear Bear's Restaurant. Oh. Oh, okay. I I know there's a lot of cozy games involving bears. Bears are very cozy. Also, twenty five percent off right now. Not so much in real life. Yeah, there's there, I was uh, there's a whole character in Nikkei whose desi- whose whole entire existence is to find polar bears. This cozy bear game involves the bear taking a trip over the river Styx. It looks like. Yeah. All Interesting. Right. So that's all of the news and editorials, and I think we need to be cliche and have our question of the week be: What did you get for Christmas? Or what did you get as a holiday present? Did, did you get anything for the holidays? And if so, was it RPG related? Yep, I I got myself a, a service appointment for my car. I am mildly curious about the uh, switch shaped boxes that are under the tree at the moment. Sorry, I was distracted by my cat. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to get. I hope it's uh, something to help me play Path of Exile better. <laughs> a new PC? <laughs> no, I don't need that. I'm good. Didn't you, didn't you get your wife a new laptop? Yeah. It's not a secret, but yes. It's all been Hooray! set up and her RAM was upgraded. It's like she's got she's got a heck of a laptop. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I found out my car needs a service thing because every time it tell comes on, uh, I turn it on. It uh, it's like service uh, services due in fourteen days. Well, you should get on that. Yeah, unfortunately, I'll be two days past. But I I want you know because I don't have another car. I'm not going to like drive down, leave my car, and come back. You know, somehow try and get myself back there. So I had to like. It'll be two days past the date that I'm supposed to have it in by, but um, I was able to get a 930 appointment for the uh, 6th of January. So I will not be around the 6th of January, as I tagged you all last night, because the appointment is at 930 in the morning and we start at 10 a.m. Well, we've got another show before then. So true. If you would like to volunteer. Tribute to that show, please write in to the comment thread on rpgamer.com under the podcast section. Go find the show 704 thread and leave it in there. Tell us what presents you got. And um, you can catch you us can live. Also, you can also uh, post it in the uh, podcast channel on our Discord. Ooh, nice. Do we ask it on Twitter still? Probably not, right? Probably not. Yeah. We've. Twitter has become so much of a trash fire. It's not worth it. Anna and I don't haven't discussed Twitter in quite a while. (laughs) All right, fair enough. (laughs) I um I only look at Twitter now just for Mario sixty four deals. It's the best use of X. And uh, unless uh, he moves to Blue Sky, I mean, if he does move to Blue Sky, then I will abandon Twitter completely. Should be on Mastodon. I had a Mastodon account at one point, but I don't know what happened to it. Maybe the server, the people who ran the server that that Mastodon was set on upon, no longer post that server. Yeah, which is the problem with Mastodon. It's not that big a problem. Um, 
you can always you can do one of the big server accounts. It's when you want to be on one of the niche servers. But even then, you can transfer your accounts. But uh, I did I did uh, bring up the blue skies thing to uh, Anna, and that was as far as that conversation is so far gone. Yep. So, uh, in addition to the Discord and the show thread, um, I'll let you know we also have a presence on Twitch. You might be watching us right now, so thank you. If not, you can join us, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, on twitch.tv slash rpgamer, as well as many other shows of content throughout the week. We've got Hair Frog playing games, we've got Scar playing old games, we've got um, Tam spending money on gotcha games. What else we got? <laughs> hey, I, I play Tales of Arise on stream. Fair enough. I play a lot of things on stream. It's you never know what I will play because it's always so random. If you would like to watch that, um, tune in. I don't know if we have a calendar that's accurate at this point, but uh, just uh, subscribe and get the notified. T- the calendar is accurate for when we stream. Um, it's not always accurate for at least what I will be streaming. Fair as enough. far as like the game, but as far as our timetables go. It's usually pretty accurate unless like someone starts er- earlier is running late um, or is on vacation. Cool. I mean, like I usually start since I'm free in the mornings, like I'm scheduled for what is 9 a.m. My time, 11 a.m. Eastern. But I usually start way earlier because it's like I'm up. I have nothing else going on this morning. I might as well start streaming or, hey, I have a lot of content I want to get through. I might as well start streaming. Usually those are the thoughts that go through my head every day. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, people are streaming this week, right? They're not off for the um, holidays? I think it's... I know it's definitely... I will be streaming. Um, I know Hairfrog is out. Ah. Um, I do not know Scar will at least do his... Uh, well, Scar's plan... We don't know. Week. Okay. And I, yeah, we um, for uh, outside of myself, I don't know anyone scheduled this week because it is a holiday week. Okay, so, fair enough. Um, but uh, I will definitely be here because I'm planning to do a uh, to fill in for her frog tomorrow morning. I'm planning to do a stream on Christmas because I have literally nothing I'm doing until I go to work at six p.m. at night. So nice. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to do at least a, a morning stream, Christmas Eve uh, stream. Yeah, a Christmas, a Christmas stream. I'm not going to... Oh, well, actually, you know what? I could play some Parasite Eve again. That's a good Christmas game. <laughs> oh, boy. Everyone's favorite. Mitochondria. Hey, it is a Christmas game. Mm-hmm. In the same vein that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Which I learned came out in July. <laughs> It was probably filmed during December. Uh oh, kitty, kitty fight. Yep. Yeah, this is the this is the sort of thing you get to watch live on Twitch. Can't rumble. All right. Well, that's uh, um, Peter might be streaming on Christmas Day as well. Cool. So stay tuned. And I think that's it. So we're gonna bid you farewell. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Christmas. Happy Hanukkah everything. Ended a week ago. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm still wishing you a that you had a good one and good times with friends and family. So thanks everybody. Be, be safe. Don't drink and drive. Uh, t- take care of your pets. Love your pets. Even when they're trying to kill each other on camera as they are now for Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless and- you're drinking my, my apple, my apple cider, because that is alcohol free. 
and um, Frankie did not hit those ornaments. He did not. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye.